Welcome to Radiant New Life Ministries podcast. This podcast was created to help equip the body of Christ to walk in victory. We hope you like this episode and encourage you to subscribe today. For more information about Radiant New Life Ministries, please visit us at www.radiantnewlife.com or email us directly at info at radiantnewlife.com. Hi, welcome to Radiant New Life Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Eric Schroeder. I'm excited to be with you this week as we bring it, get a dive into the word and I hope to edify you uh, this week. Our title this week is something that the Lord has pointed out to me and that is healing is equal or has a comparison to faith. Healing and faith are equal. You know, a lot of us have had needed healing in our bodies at some point in time. I don't know if it was a cold, earache, um, you know, some more severe with like cancer and, and other ailments, you know. And, and sometimes I know we've taken that point and we've pleaded and pleaded and pleaded with God saying, Lord, I want my healing. I need my healing. I need my healing. Where is it? Um, but the problem being is sometimes we've... <clears throat> allowed ourselves to walk outside of faith and become more uh, needy or pleading, I guess you could say. So I've got some things that I was uh, pointing out that Jesus actually showed us that faith is a key uh, when it comes to a certain type of healing. And um, we see throughout the Bible, we know that Jesus, when he came, it says he healed all who were sick and oppressed of the devil. So he healed every one of them. So he had the power to do it all. But you know, one day I was reading and I, I found it very interesting. I was actually, uh, correction, I was driving down the road uh, on a little trip with my wife and the question came to my mind of why did Jesus spit in the mud and the dirt and create mud and put it on a blind man's eyes and then told him to go wash it off? At which point then when the blind man washed it off, he noticed that he could see. Uh, we see this in several different parts of the Bible. We see the lepers that Jesus healed and it says that he told them to go to the high priest, which is something they had to do in order to get the high priest to say, you have been cleansed and you can join population again, basically. Um, but we noticed that when he healed the 10, only one came back to give Jesus praise. Now that's key, praise. Um, but that means that at the moment, they were not, they did not see the healing. But as they all took off running to go see the high priest, one of them noticed that he was healed. So along the process, they had to endure faith to go in before the high priest and take the word of Jesus and say, all right, that's it. We're going to go run and get ourselves checked out and cleansed. Now, we also see this with uh, the miracle at the marriage supper where Jesus turned the water into wine. Now, Jesus had them fill the vats up with water, uh, drew some out, told the, the servant, go take this to the, to the high master, high chief, or, the, or the, the master of ceremonies. At which point when he did, the water had turned to wine because the master of ceremonies said, whoa, you've brought the best, uh, for, you brought the best out now. Usually people bring the best out at the beginning and you know the story. So even that process of that servant taking that wa that water uh, to the to the 
the uh, the person in charge of the wedding, it had turned to wine. So there was a faith step there with that servant to go, all right, I'll do what you tell me to do, Jesus. I'll, I'll take this water to the master of the ceremony. And, uh, and lo and behold, that's where the miracle took place. Um, we also see that even in uh, Luke, when I was started reading, it was Luke 8, uh, 40 through the end of the chapter, we, we see Jairus, who was the ruler of the synagogue, it says, you know, and his daughter became ill and he sought out Jesus. But, and then we all know the story that Jesus said, fine, I'll come with you. And in the process, the lady uh, with the issue of blood touched Jesus, the hem of Jesus's uh, uh, outfit. And he turned around and said, who touched me and, and ministers to this woman. And then when he turns back to Jairus to begin the trek to Jairus's house, the uh, one of his servants come and says, do not bother the master anymore for your daughter is dead. And then we quickly see Jesus respond and say to Jairus, but only if you if you believe uh, that your daughter will be healed. And I'm paraphrasing it. So basically, um, yeah, so, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing that, but Jesus was basically what he was doing with Jairus at this point was regaining that faith because Jesus quickly answered and said, no, 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 no. Jarius, you keep believing and you're going to see this miracle take place. And even when they made the trek to Jarius's house, I mean, there's a distance. I mean, it's not like we could hop in a car and drive to the next city. These, you know, Jesus and them were on foot. So there would have been a time that Jarius was even walking and wondering and worrying, is this going to happen? But he had to maintain faith and believe what Jesus said was going to happen. And it did. But when they got to Jarius's house, it even says that there were women that were wailing and and carrying on because you know allegedly the daughter had died but it was very interesting that Jesus cleared everybody out of the house except for three disciples which are the ones that we know that he even brought those three disciples up uh, up on the mountain with him when he went to pray but it was the same three that went with him uh, uh, to there but then he also cleared out everybody in the house with besides uh it says that um in verse 45 it says and jesus said no it was to touch me um oh he brought peter james and john into the house along with the father and the mother uh and everybody else got kicked out uh, the naysayers is what I call them, the unbelievers, the naysayers were removed from the situation so that they could not <clears throat> um, bring doubt upon what Jesus was going to perform. And that's when Jesus looked over and said to my daughter, rise, you know, and she woke up and, and arose. And, um, and then we see that miracle take place. Um, but when I was studying it, I began to look at it again. Something very interesting popped out at me. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> it says that when Jairus even came to Jesus, one thing that he did uh, uh, to the very beginning is he worshipped. It says that um, uh, he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come. 
But Jerry is actually in one, and I think it's actually in Mark that talks about it. But Jerry is worshipped. He he came to Jesus and worshipped Jesus, and then he asked Jesus about his daughter and come lay hands on my daughter, and you and I know she will live. So we see a key there. We see a key even with the lepers before they even saw their miracle. Uh, um, they took off in faith, but then one came back and actually gave Jesus praise Jesus but we see that the worship and praise go hand in hand uh, Jairus worshiped uh, Jesus before he even asked Jesus for the miracle um, and I think a lot of times we lose the fact of worshiping Jesus instead we come before the throne because it says we have we can come before the throne of grace and, and ask and get you know for what we want but a lot of times we're in a hurry uh, where we lose, the thing is, is we're in a hurry. We want it now. We're, we're not willing to worship. We're not willing to get intimate. We're not willing to seek uh, the Lord, but we just want to come, get our answer or get our questions uh, delivered to the Lord and then um, expect it's something to happen. But it takes things on our part. Even when we got to walk it out in faith, we need to walk each and every day expecting that our miracle is going to happen. And we need to give the Lord praises each and every day of the miracle that he is going to do in us and through us. And and being a minister, I, I've, I've, you know, had issues at one point in time in life, you know, where I'm like, Lord, I want everybody that I lay hands on. I want to see them delivered right away. I want to see them healed immediately. I want to see this, that, and the other thing, you know, and and what I what I didn't realize is that, um, you know, when we see miracles happen immediately, it's because we have a gift of faith or a gift of healings. You know, there's uh, in, in in my life there's there's legs. I've seen about over a hundred legs, if not more, grown out because that faith has already been established in me. I've already seen it. I know what the Lord can do, and there's no question. If somebody came and says, "Hey, I've got a leg that's shorter than another one," I have no question of when I pray, I'm gonna see that come out. But sometimes when we see the radical things disappear, you know, like cancer healed immediately or um, other symptoms or illnesses that we were like, what? And it's mind blowing. Um, at that point in time, we have a gift of faith because we may not, our faith may not be strong enough to see it happen, but the Holy Spirit allows the gift of faith or the gift of healing to come upon us and we see these radical miracles. Well, what that does is it does more than one thing. Uh, it, 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 it is a testimony for the person that received it, but also for us that are laying hands on somebody. It allows faith to be instilled in us to the point where we're like, wow, if I see that again, I know for a fact that God is going to heal this individual. If I, you know, and, and so you get to that point where you know what's going to happen. You know what God is going to do. And a lot of times, you know, you go to an evangelistic conference and, and evangelism before they do a healing uh, uh, line or anything like that, they actually will talk about testimony or give examples out of the word of healing and, and, and giving examples and examples and examples. And some people are like, hey, are they arrogant uh, by giving all these examples? Well, not really. What they are trying to do is instill faith. They're trying to grow your faith. They're trying to, uh, to build that 
that faith up to where you come up front for whatever need you are and you're so full of faith that you're walking up there saying, Lord, I know, I know that I'm going to walk out of here completely healed. There is nothing that's going to stop me. So what they do is is an act is trying to get an act of faith. They're trying to build the faith that grows up. And I've understood that uh, more and more over the years. <clears throat> and that, you know, a lot of times when you're street ministering, you know, the person may not be susceptible to hearing a bunch of uh, testimonies about healings that, you know, that you witnessed or whatever. Um, and and I know that the devil, even on a couple, I mean, one guy looked right at me and didn't receive his healing right away because he wasn't ready for it. And I could tell it, but he uh, looked right at me and he goes, well, you gave it your best shot. Have a good day and turned around and walked away. And immediately the devil rose up and was like, ha, ha, ha. You know, this guy didn't get healed. This guy da 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 da. And I told the devil, I said, shut up. I said, you have lost. I said, by me praying for him, uh, the uh, power of God, the glory of God has touched him. When we pray for people, that's a mindset is that we may not see something happen immediately, but we're touching them with the glory of God. We're opening up a doorway for God to work in their lives, to start to bring the water, start to, you know, plant the seed, whatever it may be. But we're allowing God to work in their lives. And and the Lord is actually even saying to me is that he may not have faith right now, but who's to say when he goes home tonight that I cannot start working on his mindset saying, well, you know, this guy prayed for your healing and uh, da, 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 da. And, you know, and, and sometimes it takes them for their faith to rise up. And then all of a sudden, bam, the miracle is there. So we may not see things happen right away and immediately, but that doesn't mean that they weren't healed because when we pray for somebody, that healing power goes into them. It's just they have to be able to receive it. They have to be able to look at it and go, wow, you know what? I really want my healing. I expect my healing. And 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 when we do that, it does allow God to work on our behalf. And that I believe that many people, if they're not receiving it that day, they're going to receive it and it's going to come as a miracle and they're going to sit back and, and the Lord is going to show them that things were planted with the day that you prayed for them. Um, and, you know, and that's all we're supposed to be doing is we're out there planting seeds. We're out there uh, ministering the gospel. We're out there going after the harvest any way necessary, you know. So uh, don't let things, if you don't see it happen immediately, don't let it uh, wear you down. Don't let it, you know, um, don't let the devil try to steal the joy or steal your thunder so where you don't have to pray or you don't want to pray for people anymore. Because the thing about it is, I ask the Lord all the time, I want to operate in the gifts of healings. I want to operate in the, in the gifts of uh, faith all the time. When I pray for people, it's the gifts of healing where you see the immediate manifestation. So we need to pray for that. We need to expect it. But you know what? If you're waiting to receive it, give God glory now. Worship God now for what he is going to do. And it could be anything. It could be uh, healing. It could be a financial situation that you may not see and the devil is just just completely attacking you about it, you know. And But the time is, is worship the Lord now. Spend the time in your prayer time to worship the Lord and then bring your petitions 
to him and then expect it to happen and walk it out in faith. Don't let doubt try to rise up and, and change your thought process because that's what the devil will do. And usually if I know a breakthrough is coming in my life, that's usually when the devil wants to try to get my mindset off of the things that are getting ready to happen. If it was a, a financial need or whatever, the devil will rise up. I mean, all of a sudden will rise up and say, well, you know that financial breakthrough is not coming. And that's when I start to laugh and I start to give God glory because I tell the devil, thank you very much for confirming what is about to happen because you would not be bringing your little minions after me if I was not about ready to get my breakthrough. And then, so you start to worship and, and glorify God then because your breakthrough is about ready to happen. So don't give up. Continue to walk in faith. Faith is, is a key component in so much of our Christian walk. And, you know, I just want to say that sometimes I know it is hard. Sometimes I know it is a battle to remain in faith. But guess what? If we get to that time and we spend that time with the Father and being intimate with the Father, He will help our faith. He will give us glimpse of things, uh, uh, of what we're waiting for and how it's going to come to pass. Trust me, you know, faith is hard, but yet it is an important part of our walk. And when we choose to walk in faith, we're going to see many miracles take place. We're going to see things happen in our lives. You know, and, and if you're listening to this tonight uh, during this broadcast and, you know, you have a, a need that you want somebody to pray with you about or stand with you on, you know what? You can email us at info at radiantnewlife.com. Again, that's info at radiantnewlife.com, or you can just go to radiantnewlife.com. We have a, a contact page there that you can sign up and, and send us something, and, and we'll, we'll stand in agreement with you because you know what? It takes uh, when two or more are gathered together, Jesus is amongst us, you know, so we believe that when two or more come together, Jesus is there. We're going to see breakthroughs happen. We're going to see things happen. Um, if it's for healing on your body, please reach out to us. We love praying for healing uh, in people's bodies. So uh, I'm going to end this broadcast for now, but I just want you to be, um, I just want to encourage you that uh, your breakthrough is coming. Just don't look at your situation. You have to look beyond this mountain that you might be facing. And Jesus even says, when you faith says to the mountain, be gone, be cast into the sea. Well, that's the thing that we need to start looking at is looking at our situations, looking at those mountains in front of us and say, you are not going to wear me down because I tell you, mountain, be cast into the sea and start to give God praise. If it's a financial thing, I will tell you, start giving God praise like you have received your breakthrough. If it is, you know, shouting, yelling, praising God, thank you for bringing my breakthrough. Thank you for bringing the finances. Thank you for doing that. That is what faith will do, and it will actually help to encourage you, and you'll feel a, a strengthening in your spirit. And even if you're healing, too, act like it's already yours. That's the, faith, the key to faith is act like you have already received it, even though you may not have it or may not see it immediately, but act like um, you have it now and you'll see your breakthrough come to pass. So again, this is uh, I'm going to end this for now. So God bless you. Again, if you need to reach us for anything, you can reach us at info at radiantnewlife.com. We're here for you. We want to pray for you. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, 
Stay positive, stay, stay focused. Your breakthrough is about to come. God bless.